0: you do you let true green do your lawn care visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed what if virus restrictions happened sooner tens of thousands could have survived gunfire at the mall there's a shooter here and i'm terrified destructive flooding it's essentially a mess out there it will take multiple days to recede Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan in northern New Jersey with the CBS World News Roundup. Global coronavirus cases now top 5 million. There have been more than a million and a half in the U.S. with more than 93,000 deaths. And this morning, a new Columbia University study looks at how many of those deaths might have been prevented if restrictions were imposed sooner. Here's CBS's Steve Futterman. It was on March 16th that President Trump said this. Avoid gathering in groups of more than 10 people, discretionary travel, and avoid eating and drinking at bars, restaurants. This new report says if the government had issued those guidelines just a week earlier, 36,000 fewer Americans would have died. The estimate is based on how the numbers did in fact get lower when social distancing recommendations took effect. And what would the impact have been if the government took action two weeks earlier on March 1st? The modelers say a startling 83% of Americans would be alive. Correspondent David Begnaud has more on the reopening of this country. Take New Jersey. Several Baptist congregations say they will defy the governor's executive order to keep gatherings to 10 people or less. The church cannot stay closed. It's unconstitutional. In Minnesota, Catholic and Lutheran leaders also say they will ignore their governor's order and start holding large-scale services next week. On Wednesday, police dispersed a large crowd gathered at a New York City synagogue. And there are new concerns this morning for frontline workers at grocery stores. The United Food and Commercial Workers Union says at least 68 grocery employees have died from COVID-19. Several chains, including Kroger, are now ending hazard pay for their employees, like Raquel Solario. I don't know why they would be taking our hazard pay away. So, Kroger, please do the right thing. The USS Theodore Roosevelt has left Guam, heading out for training at sea. The carrier was sidelined for two months after a bad virus outbreak on board. About 1,000 sailors testing positive. A cell phone captured some of the chaos at a shopping center in Glendale, Arizona. (laughs) There was shooting, and when it was over, three people were wounded, one critically. This woman's daughter was in the middle of it. She's like, Mom, sh- sh- I don't want them to hear you. She's like, can you three-way call Dad in? You know, she's like, I love you guys, and she's scared, and she's 22 years old. Police officer Tiffany Galula says a suspect is in custody. We are thankful this was not a larger-scale tragedy. We're thankful that there were no more than three victims or that there have been any fatalities at this time. Now to Central Michigan. CBS's Janet Shamlian has the latest on the destruction caused by massive flooding. Close to 10,000 evacuated Midland County as the floodwaters came gushing in. Power is out in many areas, and it's still too early for some to go home. I don't know what's going to happen. Our town is gone. Courtney Kessler hopes she'll be able to get back into her house today. The basement with water to the ceiling. She's not the only one. Memories as a family are in our basement, and they're floating. They're ruined. Carrie Allen told us the flooding will cost her family tens of thousands of dollars, and she's frustrated the breached Edenville and Sanford dams weren't in better condition. There is concern flood water could mix with toxins in containment ponds at a Dow chemical plant. There will be a high-profile visitor later today in the Wolverine State. As the president heads to Michigan to tour a Ford plant making ventilators and masks, He's spoken of holding up federal funding for the state, alleging its officials have illegally mailed out absentee ballot applications to all voters. Mail-in ballots are very dangerous. There's tremendous fraud involved and tremendous illegality. Neither he nor his spokesperson offered any evidence of fraud occurring, but Republicans say absentee ballots offer the potential for abuse. Mr. Trump cast his own absentee ballot in Florida's primary two months ago. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. The Supreme Court has temporarily blocked Democrats in the House of Representatives from getting access to secret grand jury testimony from the Russia investigation. Legal scholar Lori Levinson. The Supreme Court, even though they blocked disclosure of the confidential grand jury materials right now, put this issue on a fast track so that they can consider it during June and get a decision out, perhaps, before the election. Reports say former Trump lawyer and fixer Michael Cohen is getting out of prison today because of coronavirus fears he will finish his three-year sentence at home. First it was hand sanitizer, then toilet paper. Now, one of the things we might have to wait to get our hands on in the pandemic is a bicycle. Sales are skyrocketing. I'm going to be riding around way more. Marina Matarina and Maria Ng couldn't take it anymore and decided to pedal their way through the pandemic. You hadn't ridden in how many years? 18? <laughs> wow. What is this doing for your mental health? Oh, it keeps me from going crazy. These women and millions of others across the country are back in their saddles again. The last time I did something like this was when I was like my daughter's age. Woody Smith owns Richardson Bike Mart in North Texas. He had to hire new staff to accommodate the spike in online sales. Parents are going nuts that they're all at home. Let's get these kids out and burn some energy. A way to keep the body and brain healthy. Omar Villafranca, CBS News. Dallas. Now, let's take a spin into the past. Celebrating a century of sound. Americans have always been obsessed with celebrities, so it's no surprise that when radio programs could be heard anywhere in the country, the people who starred on them became very famous very fast. From Hollywood, the George Burns and Gracie Allen Show. Bob Hope and his special guest, Lucille Ball. Many of the early radio stars came from vaudeville, where they learned how to entertain an audience. The good ones figured out how to do that on the radio for an audience of one, the listener. TV later borrowed, or flat out stole, in some cases, the people who'd made it big on radio. From Hollywood, California, the Marx Brothers. The Marx Brothers, Jack Benny, Ed Sullivan, Raymond Burr, Lucille Ball, William Conrad, Orson Welles there's a long list. Radio proved you didn't have to be seen to be famous. For CBS News and the National Press Club, I'm Sam Litzinger. A lot of things have changed on dating apps thanks to the coronavirus pandemic. It used to be a six-pack and a job that may have made dating app users want to swipe right. But these days... It's not like a stigma. It's actually a good thing. Okay, I've had it. Chances are I'm safe. Matchmaker Marine Tara Nelson says the conversation has changed to COVID-19. Singles want to know if other singles have had the coronavirus. A first date now will always be a virtual date rather than having to meet at a restaurant. Apps like Tinder continue to deliver PSAs mid-swipe with tips on how to stay safe. Matt Piper, CBS News. Slipping into something more comfortable? It's not a good time for the lingerie retailer Victoria's Secret. Its parent company has announced plans to close 250 stores. 50 Bath and Body Works locations will shut down, too. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House.